Alrighty, everyone, welcome to another episode of Master the Prophetic Audio Experience. We're excited that you are listening today. Uh, of course, we have Apostle, and for those of you who are watching, I mean, listening via Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of those platforms, you can't see today, but if you're watching, um, we are wearing jerseys, and I'm not sure how this theme came out, but I don't even know who you're wearing. I'm wearing Jerry Rice, San Francisco 49. How do you not know Jerry Rice? Apostle, I'm from El Salvador, okay? American football is not particularly exciting in Latin America. And you have on Tom Brady. <laughs> I have Tom Brady because he is going through some hardship right now. Yes. Getting a divorce. Well, yeah. we don't know yet, but that's where he's headed most likely. Um, but we're not going to talk about that much today, but uh, we're going to. Two Hall of Famers, Jerry Rice Hall of Famer. Future and of course, he will be a future Hall of Famer. I'm sure he yes. will be. But it is good to uh, have you guys on here tonight. We're going to be talking about a subject that um, we both uh, like and I think is really important. We did this in um, 2020, the last time we did a fast like this. We I don't did even a 2020 know. fast. I believe that we had several thousand people to join, and many of you have already uh, joined. But we're going to be talking about fasting the power of fasting, and of course, you have a book on fasting. Yes, I will. It's called Fasting for Breakthrough. And Deliverance. Okay, you say so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Almost sure. Okay. But um, really, this is something that's really important, and I have done several fasts. You've done fasting, and it's amazing how you talk about in your book how fasting is connected to the gut, and I have never even thought about it that way, and maybe you can share some more insight on that. Yeah, the fasting is connected to the belly. Yes. And there's a verse that says, um, when it talks about the wicked, it says whose God is their belly. Yeah. Who, who mind earthly things. The belly is a symbol of that which is earthly and fleshly. Because, of course, it's also it can also be a symbol of carnality. Nothing wrong with the belly. I mean, we need a belly to eat and digest food. But it can also be a, a, a symbol of the appetite. When your appetite controls you more than God, right. a symbol of greed, gluttony, earthly, carnal things. And so when you fast, you're really telling your belly that you're not my God. Yeah. And now, as you were talking, I was kind of thinking through that some people, when they go through anxiety, grief, or any form of hardship, how they lost or they lose their appetite. It's like their, their belly experiences are lost and they can be connected to um, shame. And, yes. and when you when you submit yourself to a season of fasting, that it often causes the stomach to really, when you would pray for people, we oftentimes drive out demons of shame, anxiety, and stress out of the stomach. Right. So it really Lay hands on their stomach and yeah. pray for them, yes. So it's really powerful. Um, have you had any experiences that are really connected to fasting that you said that because you fasted, it led to something that was like a major breakthrough? Yeah, well, fa you know, several things. Number one, with deliverance. Right. You, you find that when you fast, the, the, when you pray for people, the greater the anointing. So we've seen a lot of uh, miracles and breakthroughs in deliverance. Demons really hate the anointing that comes on your life when you fast. Um, also, fat, you know, in the book, uh, deliver, uh, Fasting for Breakthrough, I talk about the different areas where you can receive breakthroughs through fasting. You can receive breakthroughs from poverty. Um, I have a whole series of teachings when I talk about deliverance from stubborn demons. Yeah. When Jesus said this kind go up not out, but by prayer and fasting. So there's certain kinds of demons that tend to be stronger, more stubborn that 
only through fasting do they respond. So things like poverty, things like witchcraft, things like sexual perversion sure. that, are, that are hard for people to break out of, alcoholism, drug addiction, these major strongholds where people have a hard time breaking out of, sometimes fasting is the key to breaking through what I call stubborn spirits and stubborn resistance. Yeah, that's um, something that I think a lot of people probably experience because, I mean, and of course, now, is this connected to, of course, when we're doing deliverance sessions, sometimes people will begin to manifest, like throw up. So this, yeah. all of this is technically connected to the same area of the stomach, which I never really put a connection that um, it's that powerful. And one thing, one of the things that it, fasting does for me, especially during cer certain seasons, is that it teaches you moderation, it teaches you yes. to slow down. It's almost like a self-restraint. Yes. And I've never seen that and experienced that. Um, there are a lot of people that, you know, also have questions. Well, how long should you fast? How do you determine the length of time of a fast? How long you should go for what you should fast? Well, I would encourage people if you're just starting to fast, don't overdo it. Start off, you know, start off slow. Don't go to an extreme. Yeah, because it, it'll be difficult. You may fast um, till 6 p.m. And then once, but once you get used to fasting, it's easier to go longer. Right. So people who, who begin to fast, maybe you fast to six. Then the next time you fast the entire day or you fast maybe two days or three days. Uh, sometimes the spirit of the Lord will lead you to fast for a particular period of time. Sometimes when you're fasting, You'll have a grace to do it. You'll have a peace in doing it. And then when, when you come to the end of it, you'll know when it's time to break the fast. So in the scripture, there are one-day fast, there are three-day fast, there are 10-day fast, there are 21-day partial fast, there's a 40-day fast. So there are different numbers in scripture. So we see that there are different times for fasting, and I believe that it depends on what you're dealing with. It depends on the situation. It depends on how serious the issue is. Um, it depends on what you're, what you what you need to do for your own life. But start off slow. Don't you know? Don't wake up one day and you never fast and saying, "I'm going to go on a ten day fast." Yeah, it that's probably a lot. won't work. Have you ever fasted without eating for an extended amount of times, like dates wise? Yes. Is how hard is it? You know what? I will say this before you ask. What? Once you get into the fasting, it's almost like you get a supernatural grace because sometimes you lose your appetite. Well, you after three days, you lose your appetite. Okay. After three days, um, you don't, you're not hungry anymore. But the, the challenge is getting through the first three days. <laughs> yeah. So that can be a problem. But after yeah. three days, you tend to lose your appetite, um, and, and, and it's much easier. So, yes, that's... And I know that fasting is important, um, especially to bring restoration to something. When you look at Nehemiah and Ezra, they were uh, pivotal to the restructuring of the wall and the city of Jerusalem, but they fasted and then God began to restore things to. Yeah, fasting is a yeah. major key to restoration. As a matter of fact, if you read the book of Joel, right. when God tells them to fast and weep and fast, the whole, the whole issue was that I'm going to restore to you the years that the locusts, canker worm, palm worm, and caterpillar has eaten. So fasting is a key to it. It can restore your health. Mm. Uh, it can restore. It can even restore your, your, your relationship with God. It can restore your sensitivity to God. It can restore your sensitivity to the spirit of God. So, yes, fasting is a major, major aspect if you need restoration. And fasting is also humility. Because you're yes. humbling yourself. You're saying, I, I can't do this by myself. I need your strength to get me through this. And I think that especially people to deal with certain aspect of pride, fasting may be something that they may want to incorporate into their weekly routines or all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, David said, I humble my soul with fasting. It's interesting because it's hard to be proud when you're when you're hungry. So it right. seems like it's a it's an antidote against pride. And I believe a full belly, always being full, can be a problem because it can lead you into pride and rebellion. Now you talk about in your book about fasting belly gods. What is what is what do you mean by that? Yeah, again, your 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 belly can become a god. It can become okay. what rules you. Your appetite rules you. And your belly can rule you. And, and so fasting is a way that we continually humble ourselves, submit to God. We tell our belly, our appetite, that you don't rule me. God rules me. Yeah, I don't submit to you. You submit to me. Right. So your, your belly, as I often say about other areas, your belly is a great servant. It will serve you sure. to eat, to digest. But your belly is a terrible master. <laughs> That's if your true. belly is your master, yeah. it will rule you, dominate you, and destroy your life. You know, this is a funny story, but a couple of months ago, we were in Corpus Christi with Kevin Leal, and there was somebody who was there who literally had a spirit of gluttony. And Kevin, you know, said, um, I'm, uh, scream as loud as you can, I'm so many pounds away from the will of God. And when she began to make this confession, it was like demons began to come out of her, and there was this stench in the room. But after this, she lost an incredible amount of time of weight by incorporating fasting. So it's just such an unusual story yeah. to hear. Here's, here's like one. This. You know, I tell the story of a man praying deliverance, and he comes across a person that evidently had a spirit of, of gluttony. And he said, come out. And the demon spoke out and said, I'll come out for a cookie. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a true story. <laughs> and I don't believe that. <laughs> they, they told you a lie. <laughs> There's no way. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. One time I was praying in New York for somebody, and I was resisting this word from giving it because this guy must have been three, 400 pounds, but I kept sensing in my spirit um, that he had a glutton spirit. And I'm like, Lord, how do I release this word? At the end, he comes towards me and he says, can you please pray for the spirit of gluttony to come out? So sometimes God will open up that door for you to minister to somebody because it can be a really dangerous ground. It can be ground. a stronghold. And it can yeah. be something that's unhealthy. It can shorten your life. It can shorten your ability to, to operate. Right. So yeah, it can be a, any type of addiction. You know, when we talk about addictions, we often talk about addiction to alcohol, drugs, but there's also addiction to food. Yeah. So you can be addicted to anything. And, and so gluttony is basically an addiction to food. Yeah. And I think that fasting also, too, because you have the scripture that says that man shall not live by bread yes. alone. And that's really important because you get your daily bread, but that, that daily bread is really the rhema word, which is why we're talking about it in Master the Prophetic, because it's a part to get new revelation, new words of God. Yes. And you can kind of move away from thinking uh, during the day, any carnal thoughts and dedicate some time to God. Yeah. So it's when really you, vital. When you fast, you're saying, I don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So yes, that is really the one of the major principles the Lord taught me about fasting is that when you fast, you're, you're telling yourself, I don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of God's mouth. Uh, Jesus, for instance, Jesus also said this. He said, uh, when, the, when the disciples came back and, and they wondered why he hadn't eaten, he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to right. finish his work. So when you're fasting, you're saying, I don't live by bread alone. I don't live by meat alone. My meat, what satisfies me is to do the will of God. So it's really a, a way that you connect to the will of God. Yeah. Now, I've spoken to uh, several people that have gone through like a fasting process. And it's also really important to know how to come out of a fast. I know that when we did our fast in 2020, which God knows we needed it for the year we were getting ready to have, um, 
I went and got a steak and my stomach did not respond because yeah. we had fasted, I think, for almost 40 days. We did 40 days. Yeah. And it was like, why would you eat this right. big dummy? Right. <laughs> you know, it was just really bad. So how important is it to like, how, how do you come out of a fast? Do you go back to eating right away or you wait? You no, it's best to, to eat slowly. It's best to start eating soup or something light. Yeah. Get your body used to getting food and break the fast slowly. Uh, eat something light. Don't eat anything heavy. Uh, don't go out. I remember once uh, I was doing a four day fast and I broke it with deep dish pizza <laughs> and that was not good. Oh. That deep dish pizza was calling me whispering Psst, over here. Now you, and I, I, I ate that deep dish and I regretted it. Um, Cause sometimes you think after, you know, your hunger returns right. that you can just eat anything. It's, it's not a good idea, but it's okay. Cause Chicago pizza is not really pizza. New York pizza is pizza. Yeah. We're, we're not going to even, you know, I refuse to debate with New Yorkers about pizza. A it's producer a, it's, is not happy. It's with an me. insult. <laughs> it's not. It, it's 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 an insult. Chicago pizza is like eating tomato soup. It's an insult. I don't even get into it with New Yorkers because it's, it's it's no it's no comparison. It's not it's not even a discussion to be made. Yeah, no. It's let's just move on from this. You know, one of the things that talks about fasting that I've learned is that fasting is good for people who struggle with guilt. I just told somebody recently. That if you've got, because they've come through a sexual immorality issue and they were struggling with guilt. And I said, you might subdue yourself to a time of fasting to set you free. And I thought of the scripture in Romans 14, 12 that says that faith you have has your own convictions before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself, but he who approves. And when he said that he has something supernatural where he felt the joy of God come over him again as to remove any guilt. And I never, it was mostly a word of knowledge because I never had that happen um, have you ever seen anybody? Yeah, from never, that? That's interesting. I, I would have to study that. I know that fasting is also good, especially, you know, in the, in the scripture, it talks mm -hmm. about when Moses died, when there was a death that they fasted right. and mourned. So fasting is a way to mourn. Mm. Maybe, maybe some, something wow. in your life that happens. And when you, the Bible say blessed or happy are those that mourn. So when you fast and mourn in that way, that it also releases the joy of the Lord back into back your into life. You. Yeah. A lot of people that have grief and they've struggled with pain and bad things, uh, weeping, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. If you will spend some time fasting, you'll get your joy back. You'll, 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 be, you'll get released from mourning right. and sadness and sorrow. Yeah, and the reason why I told them to come and eat from guilt is because people guilt eat. They'll oh, have okay. shame eating. They'll just eat their guilt and, you know, the Bible says that he wants us to be healthy and prosperous. So sometimes you need to subdue yourself into that area. Can fasting help get free from spirits of double-mindedness? Do you think that it has a correlation there at all? Not really. Is that just no. separate? You know, no, I do. Because double-mindedness double is a major stronghold. And um, what fasting does, it helps you. I believe it can help you. Over the two major spirits in, in double-mindedness are rejection and rebellion. Right. And those are strongholds, again, that fasting can begin to attack in a person's life. Rejection, rebellion can be major, major strongholds that are difficult to break. And fasting is really a prelude for deliverance. Yeah. And you can, talk, you can, you can fast, again, to fast what you've lost and to receive things that are new. Um, and this is so important. So if you're listening as a person who's perhaps trying to discover um, what your journey in fasting should be, I'd encourage you to get Apostle's book on fasting. Where can they get it at? Just order it on Amazon. Amazon. In okay. fact, if you type my name into Google, 
Oh, Amazon, all my books come up. Right. And Fasting will be one of the books. It's one of the best sellers. People, especially as you get to the end of the year, many people fast at the beginning of the year. They start the year fasting, which is saying that God is, I'm humbling myself. Right. I need your word. Um, I would not let anything control me during this year but you. So it's a good way even to begin the new year. Yeah, now one thing before we close that I've noticed is that every time you fast, you get a new anointing. It's like something new comes in you. You preach with much yes. fervency. I've noticed that ever sometimes when I say you, you preach something different today and you say, I've just been fasting. Yeah. So it's, it happens a lot. So we definitely encourage you to take um, into time uh, some seasons of fasting. And we thank you so much, guys, for being a part of today's episode. We are on the final months of 2022. Don't go into another year without hearing the voice of God. Go to www.impactuniversity.com to download your free copy of our brand new Master the Prophetic devotional to help you hear the voice of God for your now season and your future. Feel free to text us your questions on the prophetic, deliverance, or any other subject at 773-923-0451. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.